Minneapolis, 911. What's your emergency? It's another episode of Minneapolis 911. Welcome to today's show with your host, the mayor of Minneapolis Nightlife, L.A. Nick. And along with him, his beautiful and hilarious co-host, comedian Hesley Ray. They'll be bringing you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city. It's L.A. Nick back with Minneapolis 911 with my comic host, Hesley Ray. How you doing, Hesley? I'm great, and this is the show that we tell you things you don't want to hear and no one else wants to tell you, Well, right? it's, it's pretty much the stuff that nobody wants to talk about. All right. And, and, and you know, we, we love Minneapolis. We just want to make it a better place. And that's the only reason why we do this show. It's not to put down anybody or, or, make, or, or, or you know, make, make fun of the city. We just want Minneapolis to be the best city we're it can be. We're trying to make it better, and then we're bringing up the subjects that no one else is. Well, no, everybody's afraid to talk about things. And one of the things I want to talk about today is something that a lot of people don't want to talk about. And... Uh, I'm dying to hear. Right now, we have this whole thing sweeping across this part of the country that's related to heroin, and it's called fentanyl. And fentanyl is an, it's a synthetic heroin that's 50 times stronger than heroin. 50 times stronger. And so, I've never heard of it myself. Well, it, so it, tell it's me. actually a pharmaceutical-grade heroin that's made by pharmaceutical companies, and it's super cheap to make, and they're making it in labs in Mexico, and they're shipping it up here. And the farther north drugs go, the more expensive they get. I don't know if you've ever been to Alaska. A gram of cocaine in Alaska is like 200 bucks. where here it's 50 So the farther north drugs go, the more expensive they are. So they're shipping this stuff right to, to Minneapolis. We're like a hub. And they call us, the Star Tribune article calls us a hub. Like, where you get it first. I thought hu- the hub was for the airport, but you're saying we're actually a drug hub. We're a drug hub. And, but the, here, the, the scary thing about fentanyl is it's 50 times high, stronger than heroin. So if you're a heroin addict and you buy, you buy a bag of heroin, you don't realize there's fentanyl in it. You shoot up the whole bag, you're dead. And, and that, so, that narco stuff they sell to, re, to revive you doesn't work with fentanyl. So now... We had a rash of deaths in Fargo, and this is what started the whole thing. This is what brought it to the press. A bunch of people died in Fargo-Moorhead. I think, I believe it was eight. All right, how long ago? Is this in the, within in the, the last, last couple month? Of in okay. the last, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is news that I have not heard myself. Yeah, yes, so, so a bunch of people died in Moorhead, Fargo, and they traced it back to Minneapolis. Like, they found the last, was like, where'd you buy that dope? Where'd you get it at? And the guy admits, I bought it in Minneapolis. So then they traced it back to Minneapolis. So now there's a whole rash of people that died in Wisconsin. And they, same thing. They traced that guy. That, where'd you get this dope? They traced it back to Minneapolis. So now, this is how crazy it is. So now there's a, there's a, there's a mayor. I, I forget. I don't recall his name. And I don't recall the name of the city. But there's a city in, in Wisconsin. It's the youngest mayor in, in America. He's 20 years old. And he's the mayor. Oh my and God. he he started that sounds a, like Wisconsin. He started a new program for addicts to come into this hospital to and they bring their own dope and they give them a clean and they shoot up in front of a doctor because they have so many deaths going on from fentanyl. So if you OD, they can save your life on the spot. That is to me, we have lowered the bar that far. We're enabling. So so now we have What's cities die or let in die? America that are enabling this behavior and I, I, instead of treating it. I watched his interview on CNN today, and he said it's either that or let all these kids die. You know, I, I, so what I can't do honestly say that I would have the answer. I don't know what the answer is, except 
obviously, if you're saying this fentanyl is coming through Minneapolis and it's like it's traveling, like, no, it's, it's here. You know, it's, it's here. It's here. We have this problem. I'm wondering why are we not hearing from anyone else about this? This is the first well, that the, I've heard. The city doesn't want to talk about drugs. <laughs> are you kidding me? The city government doesn't want to talk about. It. You know what the, you, the city government? You know what they did for the last four days? I am dying to hear what. They talked about banning plastic bags, which they did today, <laughs> or they did they did Friday. Oh my gosh. So now, so Cut said, foods in Target. So, so the, no, the only the only bag they didn't ban are hand or handless or uh, uh, handleless bags, like the fruit bags. They have no handles in them. You're allowed oh. to use use those, but you're not allowed to have plastic bags. But they don't. But fentanyl is okay. Fentanyl. <laughs> we don't want to talk about that in the city council. We right. do want to talk about plastic bags. Yeah, because a bags. lot of people are dying from plastic bags. Is that <laughs> how, how many how many deaths have I, been reported? I, I, I don't know. I, I've never heard of anybody dying from a plastic bag, but I guess they're really concerned about it because they meet they met for three whole days. Maybe they're trying to be green. Three whole days. You know, three whole days on the plastic bags and nothing on the fentanyl. So fentanyl. Like I, I still don't quite understand. This is a synthetic. It's a drug synthetic heroin. Drop. It was made by pharmacists. And now Me- the, the, the the drug cartels in Mexico have have duplicated that recipe, okay. and they are making. But remember, it's 50, 50, five zero times stronger than heroin. Wow. So if you're a heroin addict and you think, well, this heroin in Minneapolis is kind of shitty, I'm gonna do this whole bag. And now you're doing heroin that's 50 times stronger than any okay. heroin. You're dead. Then people are dying. Yeah. Okay. So so this kid in Wisconsin who, like, wants people to sh- shoot up in front of a doctor, <laughs> that seems really, but I, I mean, like, bizarre to me that a doctor would allow that, too. But in a way... It's saving their life. It is saving their life. And so what is... I don't know what the answer is. The the city of Minneapolis then knowing that we're a hub, apparently. It's here. What... What are we going to do about it? Well, we're having the ODs too. They just they just don't they, just, they don't report it. They don't report it here. They they, okay. they well not, no it's reported. They just they just hide it here. Okay. Where where North Dakota doesn't hide it and Wisconsin's not hiding it either because it's such a problem. But we probably have if you if you did the research, I bet we have the same amount of overdoses as they do. Really? Yes. Just, really. Just Minneapolis is good at hiding this stuff because we're we 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 only care about the Benjamins here. Hmm. We don't care about the people. So, all right. So, we're done with plastic bags. We're okay with fentanyl. Yes. <laughs> That's your point so far. That's my point so far. <laughs> well, what are we going to do without the plastic bags is my big question. Because, you know, like, do we only use paper bags? Do we, like, do, are we using canvas bags? Are they going to give away canvas bags at the libraries? Because that was another subject that you had. Um, that, you know, people are hanging out at libraries and there's well, a program in Washington. You know, we'll talk about that when we come back from break. This is L.A. Nick on Minneapolis 911 with my co-host, Hesley Ray, and we'll be right back. Lost control! Lost control! Baby, 
Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. Open Table's Diner's Choice Award winner. Seven offers the freshest seafood and the best beef that only comes from humanely grown boutique ranches. Seven is the premier dining and entertainment venue in the Twin Cities. Friday nights, enjoy DJ Mad Mardigan spinning the best hip-hop and R&B. And on Saturday nights, dance to the best EDM and party tunes with Go 96.3, hosted by Miles the DJ in the Altar Lounge. And Modern Hip Hop with Go 95.3, hosted by Mr. Peter Parker in the Sushi Lounge. Turn it up! Both broadcasting live. If you want the best, it's Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. Welcome to Minneapolis 911. This is L.A. Nick with my co-host, Tessie Ray, where we talk about things that no one wants to talk about. Hey, welcome back, guys. This is uh, L.A. Nick. We're on Minneapolis 911 with Hesley Ray. And uh, we're, we, uh, we, I don't know if you, have you been to a public library lately? You know, I haven't, and I, I feel ashamed about saying that, but we were talking earlier out in the hallway about uh, your library experience. I was very interested to hear of what's been going on. Well, you know, the, the libraries, and this isn't just in Minneapolis. This is a nationwide issue. And our libraries have become homeless shelters. They really, really? have. The, the downtown the downtown Minneapolis library is literally a homeless shelter and, and not only a homeless shelter it's a psych ward and 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 I, and I say that with all respect I say that <laughs> I should go there I say that with all due respect the people that are there that are homeless are psychiatric patients because they have nowhere else to go and they probably don't have insurance or right the funds so, so they're just and, they're, the and it's cold here and it's wet and it's raining so they're just all in the library and there's not one or two there's dozens and dozens. Okay. So this problem is a nationwide problem. San Francisco has adopted a program that I think is an awesome program, and I think that it's, it could be done here. The, most people that are off their meds and they're psych patients and they're homeless, they're not going to go seek help. Right. They I live agree. on the street yep. and they go to the library during the day. So San Francisco is sending in psych social workers into the library and just not even like – like real subtly approaching them going hey how are you like what's your name and just talking to them and find and, and diagnosing them wow and then getting them on meds and then getting them back into life so basically what you're saying is i should go to the library tomorrow <laughs> it's like <laughs> trickery psychiatrists they're like they're psychiatrists that are tricked they're, they're, i'm reading a book and then suddenly it got diagnosed yes yeah yes. <laughs> oh my god but but but, but i think i think they should do that here. I really do. I mean, if you go to our li- go to our library, it's it, there's the, you'll be amazed of how many literally homeless psych ward patients are there. And I say psych ward patients with all due respect, but they are mentally mentally you know they have some mental health They're issues, and, yep. and they have nowhere to go. And I think it, it would work here. I think and I and the, you know this city and this state keeps bragging that we're in surplus of money. Why don't they spending spending it on our people? I love the idea of of if you, if you're saying that the libraries during the day are full of homeless people who are mentally ill, sending in help for them, I think is a gesture of kindness and goodwill and would only and better it's, our city. It's already a proven program in San Francisco. It's working there. They're getting people back on their meds and back into society, back into jobs, back to, to, to having a purpose in life. Who is paying for these social workers? Is it the taxpayers or well, there's t- how, t- how does how does that happen? I, I believe San Diego is, is self-funding by donations. Okay. Um, 
But this city has a surplus of money. There's no reason. This city has, we have 19 Fortune 500 companies here. If they don't want to help the people of the city of Minneapolis, then guess what? They should move out of the city of Minneapolis. Because this, the people are the city. The city is not the city. If you take all the people out of the city, then it's just nothing. So we need to start caring and get that village mentality. And this is a village mentality cause. We need to get, the, get our mentally ill people back on track and i'm telling you it's we have a lot of them and after they finish with the library then they need to go to the, to, to the target on downtown on nicolette mall and start there because we have the same issue there we have a, a lot of mentally handy not they're not they're meant they're 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 meant they're have, impaired. They, they have mentally they're right. not actually they're not permanently impaired they're mental health issues that, that could be fixed okay they need to be put on meds they're off their meds. Once people go off their meds, they go rogue. They don't go to their doctors. They don't go back to any loved ones. They go rogue. So so you're saying that the city, by ignoring it, is enabling absolutely. this to continue. And then we, we have more problems than if we were to invest in these types of programs that you're talking about. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Okay. And it's just like, just like, example, say you went to the library tomorrow. Okay. And you'll walk in there and you'll see plenty of... I can't read. So. But, but say you went there and, okay. and you, see, you see somebody there and you can tell, you know, they got some mental health issues and they're just sitting there staring at the space. How do you tell? Like just because they are like staring at the same page of a book? Or, or just or... the book's upside down or, the, or they're just <laughs> staring they're in dyslexic. the space. And it, if you like, and, and, and you know what? A lot of times it takes just a, a pretty girl like you. To come up to somebody Aww. and say, hey, how are you today? And talk to somebody. And then start start a relationship with that person. That's how you and now, I I'm, met. I'm not saying a relationship like a, a, a relationship relationship, but a friendship. <laughs> start a friendship. And then say, and then get into their situation. And they'll say, yeah, uh, you, you know, I have some mental health issues. And I used to, and then get them to go back to their doctor. Well, this way, you're the doctor. So this is what they're doing in San Francisco. So you're the actual the psychiatrist doing that. Right. That's what okay. the psychiatrist is going in and tricking them, tricking and getting them, them and getting them back on their meds. But it, the, their success rate getting people back into the workforce and back into the real life world. I love the idea of it. Saying that we're going to be tricking all these people, <laughs> I'm worried that they're going to listen to this and be like, "Oh God, I'm going to avoid well, the you, library." You can't, now. you can't just. I mean, our, 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 that population is growing tremendously in the city of Minneapolis. It just is. Is it? Okay, so this is where I think maybe a lot of us are blind, you know, to to those facts. Like, the, the people who are in the workforce who don't go to the library during the day, the people who are not, you know, drug-related at all and who don't know about these things on the streets, don't know about the fentanyl, don't know about The nine-to-fivers. You know, the nine-to-fivers, we stay in the city during the day, we do our jobs, we go home. We, you know, maybe to the suburbs or maybe, you know, to another area where we're not out on the streets like you have been and you've been noticing these things. Then I think, you know, who do we have in city council who knows as much about those issues, who's willing to deal with them? Nobody. With uh, Zero. creative solutions Zero. like you're talking about. Zero. Okay. Zero. So I can tell you. I can tell you every single right person now. in the city council's agendas, and it's none of them. None of none of them are, are that. Is that? <laughs> well, I heard about plastic bags. You said that you've been sitting on the city council meetings. I watch them I'll, all. You can watch them all on TV every week. I I don't have that much time. I have kids, yeah. so like. 
<laughs> so if I don't get involved in that, you got one. You got one guy who all she cares about is development. Is that James Fry? I'm not going to name, name name any names. I'm saying <laughs> we got one guy. All he cares about is development. Develop, develop, develop. Build, 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 build. Fancy buildings. Build all you can. And okay. then you got a couple people who have checked out. They've just checked out. They're not even. There. Are they in the library during the day? Do they? Need they to be might diagnosed? be. I think you know what? I think they think they might even be doing fentanyl. <laughs> I think a couple of them are on fentanyl. Okay. So basically what we're hearing right now, before we go on our next break, <laughs> is that most or all of our city council should be in the library during the day, and we should have a program where psychiatrists come in and diagnose them that, with the rest of our problems. That might be a good start. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it might be a good start. <laughs> we're going to go to break. We'll be back. All right. See you soon. We'll be right back with more Minneapolis 911. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon, the Twin Cities only Lanza Concept Salon. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon has everyday styles, event cuts, color, foils, makeup services, hip, cool, and oh, so stylish. Delivered by the area's top hairstylists that will make you look like a runway model. Finish off the look with great products exclusively from Lanza. You want great hair? Join the evolution. And experience hair culture at Lynn Lake in South Minneapolis. 40 years ago, owner Gene Dubois and his friends sat on his granny's front porch step and discussed cars. Matchbox cars. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. Yeah, this one is perfect. And 40 years later, they're still discussing cars. Only now, the cars have grown a little. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. See? This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. And this one? Yeah, that one's perfect. How about this one? Fact is, anyone can sell cars, but to sell quality, inspected cars, you have to know what a quality, dependable car looks like. And when you've got Gene and his team and all that experience, you can't help but win. Star Auto and Truck Sales not only sells you the car, you also get friendly customer service and no-hassle shopping. And because these are hand-picked, quality, mechanically-fit cars and trucks, just like on Granny's Porch 40 years ago, you get honest value. Something hard to find in today's world. Star Auto and Truck Sales at StarAutoAndTruck.com. And now back to Minneapolis 911. Welcome back to Minneapolis 911 with LA Nick and Hesley Ray. We're going to talk about another couple topics that are on LA Nick's mind before we get into our featured 911 calls, which I'm sure you're all waiting for. Nick, let me know what you're thinking about. Well, well, you know, I I as everybody knows, I'm downtown most of the time. Always. And, yeah. And I I make a point to talk to police officers. And Ooh, I, and, that's scary. And, and I know most I know most of the police officers that are on the beat downtown. That the same ones are there every Friday, Saturday night. And and I go say, what's going on? You know, what's what's you know what's what's happening downtown? Like, what's tell me? Tell me some dirt. And uh, I and so for the last couple of weeks I've had multiple and I mean at least five different officers tell me this same story. Okay. So so city council or whoever the powers to be, mayor's office, have now trying to talk MPD out of doing any kind of misdemeanor arrest. So they, so they want to make it ticketable offenses. So before where you used to get arrested for something, now you get a ticket. So, so, this is great. So, oh, it's, but it's not great. 
So, and they're trying to do that to, to, to raise, probably raise revenue. Because if they arrest you, it costs, it costs like 70 bucks to keep you in jail for the night. And they have to arrest you. And so now they just give you a ticket. So but the what pro- can but here's I get pro- away with is my question. Well, if you, ha- if you, you can get away with anything. If you say, they say, can I, can I see your ID, your ID? You go, I don't have ID. And they go, what's your name? And you go, my name, screw you. And, 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 they, and, then, they, and then they take your fingerprints and you're not in the system. Uh. How do they write you a ticket? How do they write you a ticket when you say your name? Screw you. I, you know, earlier I, um, I swifted your ID, so I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna give them yours next that's, time I, I do think something gonna, wrong. That's gonna work. <laughs> we, we, they're gonna know it's not me. But I wish I was never arrested before because now my fingerprints are totally in the I've, system. I've yeah. never been arrested. Oh, knock on wood. I'm yeah, lucky man. you know what? Like, and, uh, as a white pretty girl, like. For me to be arrested out and you not, I've never it, it been doesn't arrested. make any sense to me at never all. Never been arrested. No, I take. I got Just arrested. Just taking one look at you, I want to. I got you. arrested one time in the British West Indies, but they never took. They didn't. They don't have fingerprints there. <laughs> so, they don't have they, fingerprints. They, they, they didn't fingerprint me there. Okay. So, but but yeah, that's that's the thing going on in Minneapolis right now. So and so all the all the gangsters criminals know now. Don't carry ID if you don't. If you've never been arrested, just say my name. Screw you. And nothing can happen to you. You cannot. Nothing, they have to release you. They can't. They can't bring you to jail. They can't bring you to the jail at all. The jail will say we well, can't take them. This is a ticketable offense. What was that movie with Brad Pitt where the perpetrator like shaved off his fingerprints? Yeah, well, you know. It, Should I try that? It, it would work if you can't. If you if for for a misdemeanor ticketable offense in the city of Minneapolis right now, if you have no ID and you're not in the system, you are free to go. Wow. Free to go. I feel like you should not have told people that. And you know what? I just heard something today, another thing today. Do you know in the city of Minneapolis, if you get pulled over without a driver's license, your car does not get impounded? What? In any city in America, they impound your car. Not Minneapolis. Wow. We are really letting up on people. We we, we lowered the bar all the way. We lowered the bar. Because what, what do you think the motive is behind that? I have no idea. That, to me, that's that that's the, that's the city losing tons of revenue. I, I don't know. I don't understand. But they don't it, like but... the tow cars, and I'll tell you. I tell you, every every couple months they put signs in front of my house saying, "Move, don't park here because we're going to street street the street cleaners coming." Right. Yeah. And Sweep. I and and, and yeah. nobody moves their car. Not one person. Like not one person. I and, bet and, Nancy would. Well, she we seems we, we we don't park on the street. But oh. I followed that street sweeper around. Like for a long time. That's weird. But I just want to see what he does. What, <laughs> That's what really weird. What, but I want to see because nobody's moving their car, so all this, all the garbage <laughs> is in the gutter. So I wanted to see what the street sweeper actually does. And you know what he does? He drives around downtown in the middle of the road, <laughs> and he doesn't do nothing. So we're and paying then there's you like walking how much behind money? him. That no, no, I'm driving. Like be- I'm driving behind him. I'm driving behind him. So You're how much money? How much money is that wasting? Just that that's guy true. driving down the middle of the road. Yeah. Cleaning nothing. True. He's cleaning nothing. Yeah. He's cleaning nothing. But so at least if we people, don't have plastic bags anymore. Well, yeah. People, <laughs> people with no, no plastic bags with fentanyl. Right, fentanyl. That's yeah. great. Exactly. So, yeah, we all, we'll have no plastic bags, a bunch of fentanyl, dirty streets. And a bunch of city council members in the library. In the library, yeah. Let's go to our featured 911 call. All right, yeah, let's check them out see what we got this week. 
203, I need a roll by. I'm pulling over two drag racers on Casota, and there's about 100 other at 701 Casota. 281, Tom Boy Edward. 100 drag racers? 100? <laughs> Did that guy just say 100? I think he said 100 drag racers. 100 yeah. people drag racing. I want to go to that. When is that and where yeah, is it? Yeah, I would Because I love the, drag racing. I would be in the audience. Yeah. I would definitely go to that. If there's some place where 100 people are meeting drag racing, I, I want to go. I saw a movie about that once. I didn't know people did that in real life. What street? What, what's the name of that street? What's the name of that street? Can we play that? Can we play that back? I'm gonna I get think the name it was of that street. Riverside Avenue. No, <laughs> I thought it was Hennepin. Drag racers on Casota. Casota. If anybody knows where Casota is, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> we 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 want to go to that show. I, I mean, this is this is. Do you think maybe he was being hyperbolic? Like maybe he was. Over exaggerating. Well, he says he there's said two. He and says there's, there's like a hundred more. Yeah, he says there's two cars drag racing, and then there's a hundred more. They, they were we just waiting. waiting the drag race. <laughs> but you know, I remember as a kid, I grew up in Philadelphia, and, and they had this the South Street drag races were like the biggest thing on the East Coast, and thousands of people would come to to watch it, and there'd be hundreds of car, hundreds of cars. Really? Yeah. And then you know the the, the uh, Philadelphia Police Department used to uh, used to in the winter because it, it, they always did in the winter. The Philadelphia Police Department would turn on the fire hydrants and freeze the streets with oh. ice, so they couldn't do it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, they should do that here. Yeah, that's a really <laughs> creative good idea. I wonder if my Chevy Cavalier 2002 would make it in a drag race. Do you think so? I don't think you're gonna do my too good. My passenger window is duct taped shut right now too. So <laughs> do like I'm a I'm a comic. I don't make a lot of money. So do you think I could? be in the race no i think no. You're, i think you're gonna lose money <laughs> dang it all right let's see what our next call is a male wearing a dallas cowboy jersey number 84 on it got into a silver toyota camry after pulling his gun on the collar 6529 naked american pie pizza calling in a belligerent intoxicated male in the parking lot he's near the bus stop 66 and that he's a white male in a viking sweater <laughs> so we got a guy with a dallas cowboys jersey with a gun I thought he was wearing a Viking oh, sweater. No, the second guy was. Oh, so they're the, so oppo- you, they're opponents already. Yeah, they're two different. They're two different guys. They're two different. One teams. guy wearing one guy wearing a Dallas Cowboys shirt with a gun, and then Ooh. and then a Viking a guy in a Viking sweater. Do they make Viking sweaters? I didn't know they made Viking sweaters. That's news to me. Maybe his grandma made. So it are people are, are those kind of guys usually violent? I don't know. Like there's oh so there's one with a gun, and then what happened? What was the end? Of that, just it was just a, somebody called nine one one saying there's a there's a guy with a gun. So, but do people with gun, Viking sweaters usually have? I guns? don't think he would have a gun if he's wearing a sweater. I just feel like people wearing sweaters don't usually <laughs> carry weapons. I, didn't, I, I could be wrong. I don't think they make Viking I've sweaters. Never I think seen she meant that. a Viking sweatshirt. I think so too. And so yeah. you know what I, but I I'm feel like a, we should I'm, call but, that. But you know what? But I have a Slayer fleece. You do. This is actually a fleece, and it's a Slayer fleece. I don't want to see that. I just <laughs> you just unzipped you wouldn't his think you wouldn't think Slayer would fleece. make a fleece. Yeah, you wouldn't think that either. But you know what? Here, here's the thing: the Vikings guy, I'm partial to because he's Vikings fan, and I'm Minnesotan. So, and he's wearing a sweater, and his grandma made it for him. In my mind, 
if the dispatcher was wrong and she said sweater instead of sweatshirt, I think she was. I wrong. think we should call her into yeah. like a, a meeting with us. But they have a. She th- needs to be accurate. They have a pretty tough job, though. <laughs> if do. you listen, and, and, and everybody remember, you can go to my website, mayorofminneapolis.com, and scroll all the way at the bottom, and you can listen to police live dispatch live. And it just takes three clicks, and then you're on the feed, and you're listening to what's happening in Minneapolis right now with police dispatch. And it's pretty, it's pretty enlightening. You know, I think that I'm going to, A, do that. I'm going to go to the website. I'm going to listen to, to the feed that you have up on there, and you've, that's a great service that you've given us. And I'm also going to follow the street sweeper um, with you, and we're going to make our own parade. I just want to know what the guy's doing. I think he's just in there, like, listening to tunes, <laughs> smoking a joint, and driving around. I swear I got Maybe I Maybe he's on fentanyl, and then he's just going to go to the library and, and you later. Know what, and you know what? I noticed that he, his route makes no sense. He'll drive. He'll, he won't. He won't. His route makes no sense. He drives around, like, a, one block. Like a couple times in the middle of the middle of the road. There's no garbage Wait, in the middle. Wait, okay. Of the road. I before we close up today, I just have one question: Are you the street sweeper? I'm not the street sweeper, <laughs> but but I do. You know why? And you know what? This is why. This is what made made me start with a street sweeper. It comes at like three o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. so it wakes you. It, it. it wakes me up. So I you're already awake. You're walking. It around. wakes me up, so I go out there and look and see. And I go out there and go. There's nobody moved their car. So what's he sweeping? Why is he waking me up when there's no cars moved? So so I, one day I said I'm gonna go out there and follow him and see if he sweeps anywhere That's where there's no cars. Insanely weird and creepy. So well, let's. I'm, keep, I'm insane and weird. But you and know creepy. what? <laughs> let's let's see what you found out from the sweeping uh, on our next episode. Hey, every thanks for joining us in Minneapolis 911. I'm Ellie Nick again with my co-host Comic Kesley Ray. We love you. We look yep. forward to having you back. And we love Minneapolis. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Minneapolis 911. Join us each podcast and catch up with L.A. Nick and Hesley Ray as they give you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city.